Diz Life Podcast is brought to you by Pinch of Pixie Dust Travel. People who love Disney understand that life isn't about the breaths you take, it's about the moments that take your breath away. That's why we help coordinate the most magical adventures for you and your family. Disney, Universal, Sandals, Norwegian, Carnival, and more, we are a full-service concierge travel agency that will help with every aspect of your journey. Let us take care of the details while you enjoy your family. Get a quote today by calling us at 570-832-7798 or fill out a trip request form at pinchapixiedusttravel.com. Just follow the second start of the right straight on to your adventure. That's pinchapixiedusttravel.com, where you're making memories one trip at a time. Stop walking while I'm squawking. Caramba, we have something really big for you today. And now, the show that has the whole town cooking. Welcome, foolish mortals. Howdy, folks. Please keep your hands, arms, and legs inside the train and remain seated at all times. Now then, hang on to them hats and glasses, because this here's the wildest ride in the wilderness. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Diz Life Podcast. One more time here. My name is Mark Valentine, and I am the host of Diz Life Podcast. I want to thank you all sincerely for making our show, for making this network for the last two years a part of your Disney lives. Thank you so much, everybody. It has been a trip. We have our two-year anniversary celebration today. Greg will be joining me in a second. But I I just want to take a second to reflect, you know, two years ago in the middle of a pandemic, I turned on a microphone in my basement. I had a Logitech headset and just a dream to talk about Disney. And here we are two years later, 124 episodes after we committed to talking Disney on a weekly basis. And man, it has been such an incredible ride. I'm so excited for the future. Uh, This is the last episode of sorts on this RSS feed, and we're going to talk about this a little bit later on. So it's a two-year celebration. It's somewhat of a bon voyage here for this RSS feed. As we've been saying on our socials, uh, we will be joining the Chip and Company Podcast Network starting on August 8th. We love those guys over there. They have asked us to come and team up with them and to join forces. So we will be living our best Disney lives in perpetuity over on the Chip and Company podcast RSS feed. You will be able to find the link to that in the show notes of this episode. But trust me, you'll be seeing that new RSS feed splashed all over our socials at on Instagram at Dislife Podcast, over on TikTok at Dislife Mark, and then of course live in my best Disney life over on Facebook. Or if you just search the Facebook page, this our Diz Life podcast, you'll be able to find that link in perpetuity. But as far as we go here, this is going to be a farewell for this RSS feed. This is the last episode on this RSS feed. And I just want to start before we get into the episode and celebrating two years together with you. I wanted to thank you for tuning in for two years and making the show again making our network a part of your Disney lives. It's been a blast and an honor to talk Disney with you. It's been an honor to talk Disney with this guy. And you know who I'm talking about, ladies and gentlemen. It's the one and only Disney fanatic, 
Greg Gately. Greg, welcome to the celebration, brother. Uh, hoy hoy, Mark Valentine. Um, did you get served this week by Winnie the Pooh? Uh, listen, I, I will start off this, uh, this last episode at this RSS feed by saying I would like to apologize to Owl. Um, and the rest of the 100 acre wood friends for, uh, having a little skirmish with them over the past month. Um, can I, I, I would like to apologize to all of them. Yeah. yeah can I, can. can I make yeah. a little request of you here on the final episode of this RSS feed? Let's yes, keep it, yes. let's keep it classy. Let's take a pause this week from the, the hundred acre wood on the side off. You're more than welcome to resume on the, the assault on the index. Why, why would you think I would do that, Mark? This is the last one. Why would I, why would I befuddle and bemuse and, and, and talk down to the educated listener out there hey, could you, by putting the 100 Acre Woods under the bus? Could you just give me one present for two years for like our podcast <laughs> birthday? Could you give me one thing? Do you want to know what I want to ask for? What's that, Mark? A clean sign-off, man. Just give me a clean sign-off. That's all I ask for today. I I really can't <laughs> promise anything, Mark. We'll see what happens at the sign-off. Uh, other than that, Mark, I, I'm I'm. Uh, this is great news, my friend. It is. This is unbelievable news. Listen, I uh, as a representative of Chip and Company, uh, I don't mention that very often on the podcast because look, everybody knows that I'm part of uh, Chip and Co. I do do that. I do do. You do, do. Uh, there we go. It's starting already. I do take care of the podcast over there, uh, a lot of the Instagram, and um, uh, write a few articles and uh, work underneath Chip over there and take care of the YouTube like him and I do. Um, but it's really nice to be able to bring you in as a voice, first off, your education and how you um, – handle yourself on the air is professional and over the top and well done. Um, we have become friends over the last few months and uh, I'm really proud to call you my friend, but let's talk about you, Mark <laughs> Valentine. This is your Diz life. That was very dinosaur. I feel like enough about this. Let's talk about you. Let's talk about you. Dr. Seeker. Um, <laughs> yes. Mark, um, you said you had father issues back in 1983. <laughs> Can we bring this up again? Um, Diane Stoya here for... Oh, no, that's Barbara wah, 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 wah. That's so, All right. Mark, anyway, thank you so much for joining us, uh, Chip and Company. We're really proud to have you over there. It's going to do nothing but class the place up. You are an amazing producer uh, and podcast host. So I'm looking forward to uh, Mondays over at the new Chip and Company uh, podcast network. Super excited, man. I'm, I told you the other day, you know, we've, we've been, you know, talking about this. I have not stopped smiling. And here, here's the thing, folks, for those people too. So a lot of times that record light and that record button is by and large what you guys see. What you don't see is when I'm podcasting with Greg and I'm podcasting with Chip. It's when that light is off and when we're hanging out and we're just friends and we're hanging out and we're talking to each other as friends. It makes this so much fun. And it's why I tell people I'm so excited is because that energy that you feel when the light is on, it's real and it's genuine because it's born from like the behind the scenes of when we're, it's just three guys hanging out, loving Disney and love talking about movies and making jokes and talking about like 80s references and just random irreverent stuff. We have so much fun. 
behind the scenes. It's such a blast over there. But listen, let's, I want to give the people a little bit of the backstory of Mark Valentine, of Diz Life, how this all started, where we're going. Uh, I hope, and I I think the Diz Life um, family out there is going to follow everybody over on Mondays over to the new RSS feed. Look, you're going to get the same darn show that we've put on for the past few months here. <laughs> so it's nothing is changing, just the RSS feed and being over at the Chip and Company Podcast Network. But Mark, let's let's go back. <laughs> uh, we are going back in back to the future. Uh, let's go back to August of 2020. Um, really, this you just you, you we were in the middle of a pandemic. Yeah. Uh, there was a lot of stuff going on in the world. You just decided what. I'm just going to turn on a microphone and start talking. Yeah, we, Linda and I just got back from a trip and we had, we were one of the first people to go back to Disney and it was right after reopening. So, I mean, think back to the very beginning of the phased reopening and there was barely anyone visiting parks at this point and it was eerily quiet. Um, there were tons of cast members that were laid off. People were wondering, you know, what's, what's going to happen And let's face it, it was just, it was a really different time, right? And it was one of those times where you saw on social media or people kicking around, you know, the insensitivities or just like, is, do we go to Disney? Is it safe? Is it okay? Mm -hmm. Like, is it socially irresponsible to go to a theme park in the middle of a global pandemic? And we got back and we had such a magical time and we felt so safe and so secure. And you know, man, because like you, you experienced a lot of this stuff too, And we just, we felt a call to action that Disney didn't ask us to do this, but we felt compelled as people who loved Disney with every fiber of our being. And it wasn't like that was the first time that we had gone to park. We had been going to parks then for, for quite a while. And we were already Disney vacation club owners, but we felt a call to action. And it was me trying to find a voice and a platform to tell people one, to just talk about how much I love Disney and how much. Disney has been a part of my life ever since I was a child and the healing that Disney brought me as someone who grew up sickly. But it was also me feeling compelled to talk about what Disney was doing great, dispel some of the myths around what was going on at Disney. We talked about the first, very first episode that I did was talking about life after the Disney dining plan and how it was okay that even though Disney was different, it was okay And that for people who were on that fence, like take that leap, trust Disney, go. And so much of the first 10 episodes of the show was just devoted to talking about how to do Disney in a pandemic era. And it was, it was also for me, it was me finding peace and calm amidst being locked down in Pennsylvania, trying to find a way to stay inside of the Disney bubble, man. And and to live a Disney life and to be happy, despite the fact that like what we were going through in the world at that time and how hard it was to live a quote unquote normal life. My Disney life is what got me through. So what were you hoping to accomplish with this? What what was it going through your head to go? I need to turn on this mic. I need to get this out of me. You know, it was, what were you hoping to get out of this? Yeah, it was wellness. And and I'm going to be completely honest at first, it was it was very self satisfying to turn a microphone on and to kind of self heal 
And just that dialogue, even if in the first few episodes, it was an inner dialogue and an inner monologue of me talking about and espousing what I loved about Disney. There was a healing salve to that, that that allowed me this healing. And it was very therapeutic because again, remember we're, we're talking about August of 2020, still very much in the middle of the chaos of the pandemic. It allowed my brain to be occupied and to talk about something that I loved. So instead of worrying about quarantine and social isolation and lockdown and masking, and it allowed me to talk about dining and rides and going left versus right in the magic kingdom. My initial goal, like there, there were no goals. Like this wasn't about being an influencer. It wasn't about getting signed up to like, you know, to have Disney give me media, that stuff was so irrelevant. Like it wasn't, and still it's, it's not this show, Greg, and you know this man, cause we talk about this all the time. This show, it's about friends hanging out, talking about something that they love more than anything. And it's right. Disney and it's our families. And you know, the, to me, like that's why I'm the wealthiest man in the world is because I get to do this every single week with my friends and talk Disney with my friends and that was honestly my only goal. And to that end, man, like we've been, we've been King Midas for two years because we've been doing nothing but turning, you know, this time into gold. And it's, it really has, um, it's enriched my life in a way that I never imagined possible. So, uh, to quote George Bush, mission accomplished, mission accomplished, man. <laughs> I know. So I, I will, I will butt in a little bit here. Um, Right around the time that you were starting this in 2020 uh, in Georgia, where Holly and I were living at the time for her work, we had the same thing where we were just stuck inside the house and something inside of us just broke. We yeah. had to get out. We And Disney and Universal were the first places that we went to. And it made our lives, it, it brightened us. We could see a horizon. We could see hope and joy and happiness. And we had that as a family. So I'm glad to hear that I wasn't the only person that was going through this internally. We got lucky and were able to just come down here and move down here. You have responsibilities and a wonderful life in Pennsylvania. So you couldn't just move down here, but you can come down here anytime you want, which is quite a wonderful thing. So do, and, and if ahead, you think ahead. about specifically, if you think about Disney, like it's right there in the dedication, it's right there in the plaque. It's like here you leave today and you enter the world of yesterday, tomorrow and fantasy. The whole point of Disneyland is to suspend your disbelief. It's to leave your problems at the gate and to be happy, albeit temporarily. So what this show was, was very much an extension of that, you know, albeit it was a, a virtual form of it that we're, we know that we're not in parks. We're not broadcasting live, but it allowed us to kind of go into this dialogic space and to talk about Disney. And by doing that, by virtue, we were living our best Disney lives. And to that end, like I said, man, we're here now two years and this dialogic space has healed you. It's healed to me. It's healed people that have been on this show. And I'm so grateful for just, and it's not me. I'm grateful for, this shared love that we all have of this thing, that it's a common bond that unites us all under one banner. Of oh, it's Disney. such a common bond. Uh, I've made some great friends because of Diz Life. Uh, not only you, but there's many other people out there that are part of the community of Diz Life that I'm really proud to be part of. And I'm glad that you, you had this urge to start this off. I will say that yeah. here you leave today, 
and enter the world of yesterday, tomorrow, and fantasy. I read that sign every time I walk into that park. Every time. And every time I tap the, the, the podium or the, the pillar that's there just to ground myself in what I'm about to do. And it's magical and it's wonderful. And it's just like this show. It's, it's healing. So let's get on to yeah, man. <laughs> bigger and better, th- not bigger and better things, but I mean, look, we could go down really quick into a, a, a morose path of just going, how not much yet. this means yes. to us. But let's, let's hold off. Um, no let, tears me, yet. Yeah. What is your favorite part of all this? Is, uh, it's easily this. My favorite part of all this are the guests, um, the co-hosts who've been a part of the show uh, the friendships, the relationships. And we used to go to parks and like so many other people, parks were, you know, it was the immediate family. Every once in a while, my, my in-laws would join us, but it was by and large, it was the three of us. And I love now going to park and having both friends from, you know, the, the surrounding area, the, the greater Orlando area, but also that we've had people that have flown in from far flung places. Like, the last trip, perfect example, man. I'm there and we're hanging out, but I've got Mouspiration Mike and I've got his fiance Chrissy. I've got Jared and Iris who are hanging out with us from from you know the the Texas area. We've got Justin and his beautiful family coming in from like the Gulf and from Mississippi. That is the best part of this show and easily the best part of this community. Cause the truth is, man, like I could turn off this microphone and I have made friendships and relationships that will last long, like long past this RSS feed or this show. And like you and I may decide to hang it up in like eight or 10 years, who knows, but we could do that. And it doesn't matter. The show has facilitated friendships and relationships that are going to last longer than the content quote unquote ever will. Okay. So, Hello, every I can't do it. Hello, everybody. Are you ready? Hello, everybody. All right, where did you get? Where is that from? So, and so I I need two things. I need that, and um, and where is faith, trust, faith, trust, and and pixie dust? Yeah. So you got to give me those two stories. All right. So uh, oddly enough, so here we are and it's my first sign on. So the first episode, man, quite literally, it was me and a Logitech headset. And so I think I ran 15, 16 or 17 lines to enter the show and I hated almost all of them. And uh, growing up, so you're from the Northeast even though you're not a New York guy, I know that you know who these two guys are because it's impossible to not be a part of the Philadelphia, New York, New Jersey radio scene yep. without knowing who Mike Francesa and Chris Russo are. Mm-hmm. They were effectively, they were Mike and the Mad Dog. They had a show that ran for three decades over in the greater New York area on WFAN, which was Sports Talk Radio. I have had an affinity and a love for talk radio since I was a child, because my grandfather, Magrino, that was his name. We called him Mark for short. So he's my namesake. Would listen to Mike Francesa and Chris Russo on the radio in the morning. And if you ever listen to, and Chris Russo will still on Sirius XM, he would start off with, all right, 
everybody. So the vocal cue, I wanted it to be like very much at that high end of the spectrum, like the hello, everybody, not as long. And maybe it's not as much of a tell as what Chris Russo did, but it had to come in over the top. And it would start like my, it was, I, I think I experimented with a few like, Hey everybody, welcome. And it, nothing was, Hey everybody, welcome to Mad Dog and Mike in the morning. Welcome. We're here in New York city. Thank you so much. Remember to buy your <laughs> hot dogs from the Wienermobile. Yeah. So the Barry way cuts were weird. It was like, Hey everybody. And welcome to the smoothest radio on the side of the Disney, the Disney world. It was like just. We're gonna, I was like, we're yeah, gonna get you through. We're gonna get you. Yeah, we had like sultry, sultry dole whip, ladies and gentlemen. No, it, so it was very much inspired by the Chris Russo over the top. Hello, everybody. That that's quite literally where it came from. And I'm not kidding. I had like maybe 15 or 16 takes of just coming in on the very first episode, and it was it was hard to to decide on that. But once I found the pitch of it, I was like, okay. Wait, wait, okay. So before we get the faith trust and pixie does and pixie does, how yeah. much do you hate that first episode of this show? Yeah. 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 Um, Everybody have, hates that for, and it's yeah. not only hate, but there's a love hate relationship with your first one where you you're do. just like, Oh my gosh, <laughs> do I suck? You listen back to it. You do. You cringe. Um, you cringe, but it's, it's, the old adage of like, you know, every, every journey has got to start with a step, right? So you have to give yourself a little bit of forgiveness. And, you know, I, I try to give myself as much grace as I can for the first few episodes of this show because you were finding yourself. Um, you didn't know, you didn't know what you really wanted to do. And like, here's the thing, like you can listen back and even the first eight episodes of the show, the format was like all over the place. I mean, my daughter would come on and she was the news girl. I, I used to do like headlines and news. And then I was like, okay, we're not going to do that anymore. So the first few, wait, episodes, wait, 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 Bella used to do news. Yeah, man. Where's the Bella news now? We could have her on. She could be like, Hey everybody, this is Bella in the news. So she recorded a tagline and it was, Hey, all you cowboys and cowgirls, here's our Disney news roundup. And it was set to like Western music was like, yeah, you got to go back. Yeah, it was. It was like Bonanza with Bella coming in and we did, you know, like two or three, we did two or three headlines, but again, you have to, you have to give yourself a little grace. The, the thing that I love about this show and people will ask me, it, it is, it's ever changing. That's what makes it fun. Like right. even what you and I are doing now. I don't want us to be doing the same show six and seven years from now. I want this show to be an evolution. I want to listen back on like season three and go like, wow, man, like what were we doing then? I want it to continue to grow. I want it to continue to, to push. And it, that is the, that's the thing that now drives me is the artistry of this. And we talked about this with the three of us. I said, my goal is the artistry of podcasting. I want to become a better radio host, a better personality I want to be more engaging on the radio. I am passionate about this medium of AM radio, and I'm excited to bring that passion to a, a, an audience over for you guys. 
I am ready to burn all my first episodes. You could take every <laughs> single one of them when I first started. It was like, nope, I'm good. Yeah. So that's where we differ on this one. I just want the perfect ones out there. I don't want to see anything else. Yeah. I don't want the build up, nothing. So anyway, let's well, let's get over to I wanna, I, well, I want to use that as a reminder for people to, despite the move over to the new SR, RSS feed, our content's going to continue to live at dislifepodcast.com. So the legacy content, every single one of those 124 episodes, they're not going to get deleted. They're not going anywhere. This radio is going to be there for you guys to visit when you need that comfort food. It's going to be there with every, all of its warts, all of it. It's never going to leave ever. So it's always there, man. Seth Rollins, burn it down. <laughs> burn it all down. No, I'm kidding. Some men kidding. just want to watch the world burn. Greg. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Greg's like, me it's me. Faith, faith trust. <laughs> And pixie dust. Um, I always loved that because that is a Bella and me thing. Um, growing up, like we used to watch all the Disney stuff together, but the stuff that I we really connected with first was the Disney fairies. Oh, right, right. So it was really that that was the moment that I just like I went all in for my kid. I mean, and I've always been a Disney file, but that was the moment where the two of like, it became a family function where, you know, she would watch Sophia the first and we would watch that. And then very shortly after that, we got into the fairies. So, you know, I, 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 I thought about doing like, I've got the shoes, I've got the dress that makes me a princess, I guess. But that would have been a really weird sign off. <laughs> and so I just went with the faith, trust and pixie dust. I, in I got it. That it is a lot better than that. Because <laughs> that one is just I, look, it's just a little weird. I would have been a little confused by that one. Um, remember how you you sort of divulged to me how much you know of like my little pony and like how that's a very strange, you're like, Mark, please don't judge me, but I'm in love with my little pony. Yeah. 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 Please don't judge me about how much Sophia the first I can sing. I know a lot of Sophia the first, like, no, please don't judge me, but I there can. There is no judgment. There okay. is no judgment, bro. We are, uh, look, I'm glad we can admit this out loud to people. I knew I had a problem when my two-year-old would leave the room and I was still watching Sophia the first. <laughs> oh, I knew that was my problem too on season five of my little pony. I'm like, I wonder what Pinkie Pie's doing today. And I would go and watch it and she'd be like, yeah, I'm going to go do something else and play a video game. I'm like, what are you doing? She's on Minecraft. Bella walks out of the room. Linda would come in and be like, what are you doing? I'm like, listen, right now, like they're, they're, there's some problems going on in the school. I I can't just leave this episode. I'm invested. I'm invested in this story right now. Like Amber's being a jerk right now to Sophia, and I hope they make up by the end of the episode. Did, did was Sophia the first? Did they have like long term storytelling? Uh, it was. I mean, really? Like, that see, that's what My Little Pony was. Like, I uh, there was something that started in season two that took till season six to finish out. Yeah, I mean, I like, oh, they finished it. Thank you. Okay. I can move on. Yeah. I mean, there were, there were obviously short term, there were short term episodes and there was resolution to like whatever the immediacy was, but there was a, you know, there were long-term narratives of like whatever happened in episode two, like it stuck. Like the next time right. you saw that character again, it was like, oh yeah, no, it happened. So I was invested in Sophia the first, I low key confessions. These are my confessions. I love <laughs> Sophia the first man. That's where that comes from. Is the uh, that's the, great? Yeah, is watching 
basically like Disney Junior with my daughter. You know what's nice? is being able to be proud of that. Like you and I both have this thing about our kids and our daughters and, and, and how much they mean to us. I'm and very proud of, yeah, I'm very proud so of being proud. a Disney dad. It's probably the thing that I am the most proud of is it's a family affair here. All right. So obviously we just had a conversation about Sophia the first and my little pony, but to you, what is your, what do you find the easiest subject to talk about? That, it's my Sophia friend, is the a segue. <laughs> that was a segue. That was right nice. There. It's you. Sophia the first, Greg. Is no, it? no, it's not. It's not. Um, we, well, listen, we've, we've that and Doc McStuffins. Yeah. I can tell you hours of Doc McStuffins. We have talked dining so many times. I don't really need to prep for food episodes food episodes for me they just come so natural it'll be like hey what are we talking about burgers okay cool i've got like at least 20 that i want to just i want i want to 80 percent of the time i want to talk about food and then 20 percent of the time i'm trying to convince you to talk about food just so that we can talk about food at disney um i have a love affair with disney food and snacks that whenever it's a food episode it doesn't take a lot of show prep for me as much as just those outlines are more reining my thoughts in than it's actually developing. Like, what do I say? It's how do I, how do I shorten this episode so that I don't just go off on tangents and talk about everything with the food. But I love talking about food. I'm really excited. Somebody asked, so the uh, Disney dining deep dive, the quad D is going to continue over on the news feed, the new feed, the show, the show is going to continue just like it has here. It's just instead of broadcasting on like 101.2, we're going to be broadcasting on like 103.7. That's it. That's the only difference. So many people have asked me like, Mark, what does this mean? Just a new station. Like podcasts are, they don't have channels on the radio. It's an RSS feed. So it's, think of it like a website or a URL. It's, we're just going to stop on this URL and we're going to start on the other one, but same great food discussions will be happening over there as well. Instead of a gerbil running everything behind the scenes, it is a chinchilla. It's very hairy. It's very beautiful. And you want to have it around. I thought it was an armadillo. No, no. I have so much to learn. <laughs> I got nothing. I was like going to go somewhere and I was like, you know what? I'm just going to stop. No. Uh, so if that's the easiest food, yeah. which, I, yeah, I mean, we could both go off on and, for hours about different food topics. What's the hardest? And Star Wars. For you? And Star Wars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Food I'm, and yeah, Star Wars. Of course. Okay. What's the hardest? Um, The hardest thing to talk about, I haven't talked about it that uh, that often, is just that fleshy underbelly. Um, My illness my diagnosis. Um, I, I don't talk about the, you know, the anxieties that I get that are sometimes related to getting that diagnosis at the age of two. There have been very few episodes with which I will like talk about um, my preexisting condition, like the Luca episode. It just spontaneously and naturally came, became a part of the conversation. I have a hard time. Like even when it comes up, I get, I get very timid and I get very shy and a lot of that is because I I don't want to live my life and be treated differently. I want to be treated just like everybody else. I want to be treated on merit. I don't want to be viewed as like the sickly person or the person who needs a handout or, or you know, or help. And, and I think that that's something that's followed me like my whole life, man. Like 
You don't want to be the last one picked for baseball. You don't want to be the one that everyone's like, no, we don't, we don't want Mark to like, don't lift that because we don't, to me, I, I never wanted to be treated as other or different. So the moments on the show, when I've divulged that it's been hard, you know, and I'm going to be honest too. There were moments that I kind of sat on that edit and I was like, Mark, do you want to take this out? Like how comfortable mm-hmm. are you with putting right. this in? Because there've been times that I've looked at that and it almost wound up on the cutting room floor because I just, it's, it's really hard to talk about yourself and expose yourself into, and to kind of share, you know, what scares you or what, what makes you, um, different. And so it's always hard when I have to, like, even now, like you can, I'm, I'm really struggling right now. Like, what do I say? How do I put it? Right. Hey, it's, listen, it's hard. Can I, can I take over for you? Yeah. Do you need somebody to take over? Do you, do you need me to hold that for you? Go ahead. Hold this. I'm <laughs> just kidding. No, man. Listen, you, the nice thing is, is you and I have been very honest on this show. Uh, anytime that there's a, uh, something that is not, uh, not easy to talk about. You and I have been very open and honest. And I think you with the listeners have been very open and honest about this. And we don't allow those things to seep to the forefront yeah. as quickly as other things. So thank you for talking about them. I think, uh, people want to know you because they've gotten to listen to you for so long. And that happens in any society where you, you listen to some, you think you know that person and you just want to know more about them. The one th- thing we have is listeners who care and love and are non-judgmental. And uh, that's one of the nice things about the Dislife community. So uh, that starts at the top down. And I don't mean the top, like, oh, you, you run this whole thing. But um, as a spokesman for this whole group. We, we also, we try really hard to make this show positive and uplifting. And there have been moments where, you know, there'll be something that will happen or there'll be a development that we, we have a really tough time finding a a positive slant on it because it, it bothers us. But by and large, people will ask, you know, well, what's it, what's the difference? Like what's the difference between Mark and Dislife Mark? And there are there, there is a very conscious effort for me to stay positive because people want to turn on the radio and they want good news. There's enough bad news that's on the radio or there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of negativity out there. And you know, this man in the, in the Disney space. And I never wanted to be that microphone that was amplifying negativity. And there have been times that like, I'm very frustrated or I'm upset, but I, I will leave it. Um, I, and I try very hard to leave it. And I think it was the same way too, with like my illness and my ailment is people don't want to tune in weekly and get like the, the blow by blow and like the, the woe is me or what I, I wanted this show to be a celebration of the things that we love. And when there's things that are bothering us or whatever, like they're real, but I just don't want to broadcast them. You know what I mean? So that's the hardest thing for me is trying to find a way to like, not edit them, but like to give them voice, but not allow them to fill the room like with smoke. Does that make sense? I'm with you. I right. completely make sense. Um, no regrets, as they would say. No regrets. <laughs> no regrets. <laughs> but speaking of regrets, uh, any regrets? Uh, truly, no. Honest, I swear to God, no regrets. Things, have, things haven't gone perfectly. You know, like there's, there's always struggles. 
Um, you know, we've, we've had relationships and we've had collaborations that haven't worked. We've and, seen fire and we've seen rain. Yeah, we've seen fire and we've seen rain. Like there's been good days and there's been bad here. But the thing is, is like every one of those relationships, every one of those things led us to exactly where we are. And there's a lesson. Things are never going to go according to plan. But the thing is, is then you just change the plan. You know what I mean? And so like I've seen fire and I've seen rain <laughs> is a very appropriate, like you say that, but it's, yeah. a, it's a very appropriate way of kind mm -hmm. of putting things is, you know, Sometimes things are going to work out. Um, sometimes shows are going to work out and sometimes tech is going to go to hell or, you know, sometimes a concept or a collaboration that you had in mind is it just doesn't work out. And it's okay to admit like, Oh, that didn't work, but I don't regret anything. Yeah. Uh, I don't have, I don't have any uh, ill will or hostility or, or regret towards anything that has happened in the last two years. I always try to use them as, as learning uh, opportunities and to grow from them. And to me that that's what life is about. You know, will I also make some of those mistakes again? Yeah. But that's also what life is about. I, I'm not perfect. And, um, See, here's the difference between Mark Valentine and Greg Gately is, uh, I would be calling people out right now. And Mark's like, I really, I have nothing but nice things to say about almost every single person. Well, I mean, we listen, we've, we've talked about this and we, you know, we've done it. But the, you know, show business, which by and large, the podcasting world is a reductive form of show business, but it's show business. Which it, there's no business like. There's no business like it. But if you live in entertainment or if you live in show business, there's always a give and take, you know, and there's a lot right. of, there's a lot of people that you work with in the world that they will, they will take more than they give. Or there's a lot of relationships that are based upon, they're very transactional. Mm -hmm. And I had to kind of learn that even being in entertainment, as long as I did, here's, here's the thing that I underestimated about podcasting or just Disney content creation. If we call it that is it's just like acting. And I think I entered it in, into this with blinders envisioning it was going to be different than my acting career when I was in New York city. And it's not, <laughs> no, it's no, not, it, it is just as, um, Difficult and uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to leave it as difficult. That, well, that's we'll just leave it there. But even still, like there is even on this space, there is a like we'll have our people call your people and then there's never a call. And I, at least in my infancy, would get very hurt by that of like, why don't they like me? Why don't they want to? So it takes a while to develop a little thick skin, Greg. Right. And so you know, those are the kind of things that I look back on. I don't regret them because they also gave me the confidence to stand on my own two feet and to be confident enough in what I love to do and my abilities. But in the fact of like, why do you do this, Mark? And like James J. Williams from Mouse Ears and Magic and now Wake Up Disney, he's, you know, he's had a little branding change. James right. and I always used to say whenever he or I would go through like a difficult time, he was awesome with this. And he'd always be like, Mark, why are you doing this? And I'm like, James, bro, right there. You hit the nail right in the head. I do this because I love talking about Disney. I love hanging out with my friends. This is my, this is my daily or weekly dose of happy. And I can't lose sight of that. No matter what right. other people do. I make Let's my own sunshine, Greg. I make my own sunshine. You are sunshine with that hair. 
<laughs> By the way, did you die the rest of it? Am I? You no. died the rest of it, didn't you? Did you just know you just did the tips again? It's the, so apparently. Okay, okay. Apparently, you know this as a die guy. You know this. There is less and less to die the more that you get it died. So it and it also comes in lighter and lighter. So you come in bluer and bluer and bluer. I'm coming in. Am I not like full on Lance Bass right now? Am I not? I just looked up and was like, "Whoa, your hair is super blonde." Yeah, I'm super blonde. You are. You are super. You are like hitting that white mark almost. I'm getting there. Um, let's keep it fun for a second. Yeah. Um, it's a two part question. Okay. Do you have a favorite moment and a favorite episode? So two questions. Um, it's favorite episodes hard because it's like trying to say like which one of your kids. Oh, come on. Don't give me that is answer. Your, That's such a give me a real I want the real answer. Is your on, favorite? There's gotta be one. So probably my favorite one that I have ever done was probably that Luca episode. Um, I never thought right. that a movie about like sea creatures was gonna get so intimate and so personal. And that I think was the very first time that I probably talked about my diagnosis, my cystic fibrosis. And it got really like deep and really emotional for me. But like Dwayne, Dwayne and I, um, we kind of turned that one off and I was, I was like full on crying. I, I remember just sobbing from, from that episode. And, uh, that, that was one that I, you know, when I look back on it, I don't know if it was the best radio but it was definitely something that it was a, it was a catharsis for. It felt really good, really good. And it was a really nuanced way of talking about a movie that I, I just identified with Luca. Um, there was something about I, Luca and his mom and his mom wanting to like bubble wrap him. Right. That I like saw so much of myself in that little fish kid. And I love, and it. I, I do want to remember you can go back in the RSS feed and listen to that episode. So I would, I would beseech all of you to go back and listen to that one because that one is really, it's just, it's good radio. I like it. Yeah. It's just good radio. And that's again, and I'm going to say this again, that you and I've said many times, it's, that's the power of Disney. That's why we do this. Like yeah. we can find different things in each movie that we will relate to and, uh, find a special connection to the nice thing about being a Disney animation or Disney pictures is it happens more often with Disney films than it does with any other franchise out there. Yeah, man. Um, and then we have a place to go see it. So yeah. Um, favorite part. Do you have a favorite? Um, honest to God, I, that I really, I can't like there's the favorite part of it are, are the guests are the, are the guests who started out as guests and then became friends. The thing I love about this medium is if it's done right, it's a very real conversation amongst two people. It's an intimate phone call. I mean, and I, I tell people who are first time podcasters and their guests that are like, I'm nervous. I don't know what to do. And it's like, Hey, let's just treat this like a phone call, but let's make it like zoom and let's just get real. Let's talk with each other. And sometimes it takes about 10 minutes of that pre-show for them to just get comfortable. And I'm like, hey, I'm just going to hit this button. I'm just going to hit this little red button over here. Ignore the blinking light over in the corner that says, like, we're live. And just keep doing it. Let's just keep talking. And um, I love this part of it are the conversations that then turn into friendships that have then transcended even that and become 
you know, some of the best moments I've, I've had in, in my life and people who are total strangers in the middle of a pandemic have become some of the most important people in my, in my family's life. And it's easily my favorite thing about this medium and this show is like every single second was real, you know? So that brings up the, what, what for you personally, what's the biggest paradigm shift that you've gone through? This show has given me a perspective on life, right? Um, we, I mean, we all are, you know, people are work driven. I would say before this show, my paradigm was very, like very much in punch in, punch out, work, get money. You know, that, that money is going to get me stuff. And this show made me reflect upon that whole thing of if the world ended tomorrow or if a global pandemic broke out, what is the most important thing in the world? And it's people and it's this, and it's this intimate conversation. Like everything can be taken away from you, but your family and your friends are that thing that is the most important to us. And like when work was from home and when school got interrupted and when work got disrupted and when the supply chain was messed up, what was the only thing that we had? It was each other. This show has kind of put that front and center for me. And it was the ultimate paradigm shift of everything I used to invest my time and energy and love into has kind of, it has such an impermanence to it. But the people, those emotions, the memories are things that no matter what happens, like we could go back into lockdown, the world could fall apart. Like we could go into a state of like global thermal global nuclear war, like because the war game robot has taken over. Matthew Broderick didn't do his job, but the memories that Whoa, I have, the good times. I'm now scared to, for my life, Mark. Thank it, you. You just added that yeah. to my worries and anxieties. Greg, would you like to play a game? No, <laughs> I suck at tic tac toe. <laughs> I always lose. People, do, people are the most precious commodity. And I hope to think that we, we trade in them here, you know, that, that, that's the commodity that we trade in, which is conversations. That was my paradigm shift, man. That's a deep thoughts with Jack Handy. That is where we have gone already. We are now so deep in this well that we have to figure out how to see ourselves out of this one. So uh, you've done this. It's two years. Two years. So what, uh. What is your um, favorite accomplishment? Um, I like starting things. Uh, I like that the Nerd Life Network has two shows that we helped to get off the ground and relationships that were a part of that. Like Brian, Piano Rob, Marky Mark, myself. Like Brian is one of my best friends in the whole world. And it's so funny because it's like Mike Ruby has literally been in my life since we were kids. And there's people who will listen to Bobby's freaking podcast and they don't like, they think that Brian has been with Mike and I for forever. And that's, that's how deep the love that I have for, for that man runs. Like I love Brian Lee so much and like that show and the launching of like earth's mighty weirdos and Bobby's freaking podcast, uh, like the rad tea party. And you know, Kirk from Walrus Carp was like, Hey man, I know nothing about YouTube and me being like, Hey, let me help launch this. I love like that. That stuff is great. Cause it's like, you know, when you set it free 
and you don't have to touch it anymore, but you look at it from afar and you're like, I had a piece of that. Like that was cool to like launch those things. And so I'm very proud of being like um, a launching point for a lot of other projects that are no longer Diz Life projects, but they're like doing really well. And they're, they're just creating really amazing content out there. And for me to like, just look at them and stand there like a proud papa. I'm like, yeah, look at them. They're great. I love them. Great. Well, uh, welcome to being now in the middle of the uh, fray and uh, jumping in. Um, yeah. Real, feet first on this one, buddy. I'm, I'm glad. Let's there go. is a lot going on over here at Chip and Co podcast. So uh, you're going to, I can't jump wait right into the fire, man. Um, no, that's cool. Like I, again, through you, I've gotten to meet Brian Lee and uh, a, a bunch of other wonderful people. And I really respect Brian. I love his opinion. I think he's always has an educated opinion uh, that is well thought out. And he is just a smart and uh, quite a wonderful person. And so, you and you are accounted amongst them, my friend. I don't oh, want to be. I am wonderful. Yeah, I, I think of myself very highly. Uh, Craig, enough I about, don't need, I don't need praise from anybody. I live inside my own head. Craig, enough about me. Let's talk about you. Enough about you. Let's talk about me. <laughs> uh, let's talk about, let's talk about, let's talk uh, about family. Let's, let's talk about going on Disney trips. Let's talk about the Diz fam, Diz uh, life family. Um, favorite trip, favorite memory, favorite shared experience. My birthday with all of us. At Hollywood Studios. Oh my God, that was so fun. That was a blast. That was probably one of the, like, that was probably in the top 10 days of my life. Of my, of my life was. What was up with the, uh, the lightsaber girls that were there? Like, and look, that sounds like we went to a bar and there was lightsaber girls. No, there was really girls who had lightsabers as the dark side. They were dressed as, um, Sith Lords. Yeah. And you had, uh, your, uh, was it, um. Ahsoka, I had the Ahsoka Tano double blade. So yeah, yeah, yeah. they viewed you as 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 a Jedi, and you guys had basically a lightsaber uh, photo session, photo pass session with a new photographer, and got like a hundred and some odd photos done, and it was magical. So, like, whenever we go to park, no matter how many times, like rides are always the thing. Like, what rides you want to go on? That was my birthday. So I turned 43 at Disney's Hollywood Studios and I celebrated it with 40 amazing Diz lifers. But the the thing was, at the end of the day, I I thought to myself, I'm like, what did you go on today? And I, I think I saw Muppets was the only thing that I did the entire day was I saw Muppets. And the rest of the day, I just spent with you all, like eating, walking around, taking pictures, like hugging it was the it was the greatest birthday and it was something that again we all needed like we had all come out of pandemic and it was no no masks everybody was just really so happy to be together it was in essence the first day of the trip and it just felt so good to look around and to see all of these people and and even when i wasn't you know a point of like hey everybody let's go take a picture with it was great to look around and see the other people having those interactions and to just see all of the other side friendships that have continued and grown because of the group people met via the show. And then they've, they've gone off and they've started to do their own thing. Like that to me was like the, the best realization of the trip is 
even if the podcast stopped is, you know, there's people that have made lifelong friendships aside from us. And I love it. I absolutely love it. Yeah. And dinner at uh, 50 prime. Yeah. That was uh, quite a musical. Was it 18 of us or something? Like and that? chicken. Was, <laughs> and chicken. There was a lot of chicken. <laughs> it was like Leroy. It was like Leroy Jenkins from the, uh, the internet meme <laughs> took over. Leroy Jenkins. At least I have chicken. <laughs> <laughs> um, so far, so again, we, we just talked about uh, Brian Lee. Um, yes. We talked about Walrus Carp. We talked about, um, do you have a favorite collaboration yet? Um, there, oh, God. There's so many. This is hard. This is really hard because I've, I've loved a little bit of every person that I've had on. Um, could I, I, I already, I'm, I'm going to bring up a blast from the past. Like, here's a real blast from the past. Let me tell you, like, the first one that I thought was cool. All right. Cause I can't pick one cause I love everybody, but here was the one that I was like, I thought I was so cool and hip was, uh, I had Marina mouse on. Right. And Marina mouse is over on Instagram. And I remember at the time, like having like maybe 20 people who followed me on Instagram and I looked at her and she had thousands of followers at that point. And I asked her to come, I messaged her on Instagram and I was like, hi, I have a new podcast will you come and like sit and talk Disney with me on my show? And she said, yes. And I was, to me, that was the coolest thing. Cause she was the first celebrity Disney. Yes. That I really looked up to Marina coming on the show. And we talked about animal kingdom, but that was such a cool collaboration. Cause it was really my first collab with her as a creator. And I just remembered thinking to myself, how fun and it was, it was addicting too. like, after I had Marina on, it was almost a, um, that was a, a little paradigm shift of like, man, I really like this. Okay. You always remember your first girlfriend. Yeah. I really like this. So <laughs> Marina, if you still listen to the show, um, Marina, congratulations. She just, she just got married not too long ago. She's Congrats. living, yeah, she's living her happily ever after. She just took her honeymoon. They were cruising. Um, I do still keep up with Marina on the socials and I look at her life. And, uh, I do look at all the great things that are happening in her Disney life. So if you're listening to the show, Marina, there's your shout out, but thank you for being really like one of the first people of note to agree to come on a, a fledgling podcast at that time. Much love, man. Big ups. Big ups. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know where I wanted to go. I was like, I was about to call you out yeah. on some. And I was like, no, you know what? I'm going to, no, but now I'm going to call you out. On <laughs> do something. it, do it. Dude, you're, you're so wishy-washy someday. Like, and I know you're trying to be politically correct. Cause this is like, I, I, you're not BSing anybody. Like this is what you truly believe and feel. And I can see it in your face. And I, I know your emotions on this. And it's like, whereas in, uh, again, I would be very blunt and be like, this is my favorite thing. This is the favorite part. This is my favorite person. This is my favorite child. This is my favorite dog. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you're like, I love you all equally. Dude, it's so you're all my children. No, and but it it really is. It's like I know it's I know. so hard to pick because like Brian and Mark from United We Fan, Amy right. and Dana from Running Drink, dude, Piano Rob again, Piano Rob is like one of my best friends that like we can go, we can go two or three weeks and then text and call each other. Like he'll be like, dude, he'll call me on the way to a gig and be like, I haven't talked to you. I miss you so much. Um, Derek from the Satisfactual sign company. He's so busy and super busy, but every once in a while, like we get caught up with each other and I love, I love him and his family. 
so, so much. John and Heather Henson, Alicia Haig. Like, I can't. Like, I literally cannot because it would be me talking about all of these amazing people and how much I love them to death and how each one brings something different and enriches my life in a different way. Justin Grant, you're Justin my favorite Grant. this week. You're, you're you're my favorite. Justin Grant's always my favorite, dude. And I I love Justin. <laughs> no, I love so Justin. I'm like I love. I can talk wrestling with him. I can talk Disney with him. Yeah. I can talk whatever I want. And plus, he's just a cool guy. And I love his family and his kids are fabulous. Amazing. We just saw them. Uh, I mean, look, we could just shout out everybody, but you don't want to. You want to play Mister in the Middle, oh, don't <laughs> we? No, anyway, no. sorry, folks. Listen, I tried. Sarah, by <laughs> no. the way, Sarah, thank you for being Sarah out there. Who else should I mention? I don't know. I'm just going to mention a whole bunch of other people. I only <laughs> have an hour, ladies and gentlemen. I'm not being, I'm not being. Oh, diplomatic. we are at 55 minutes, aren't we? Oh, we, no. We, we only have, a, yeah, we only have around an hour. And if I did truly thank everyone oh, out in the Dislife community, it would, ju- it would just be that. Like, so we did a little bit of that, Greg, too. Like last year we had. Right. We had people record um, little things to say. And then Dwayne and I interspersed, you know, little questions here and there between it. If we had done that the same way this year, it would have, it would have been really long in the tooth. So we didn't want to duplicate that format for the, for year two, because, you know, so many people would be calling in and it just, it gets, okay. I love you all. <laughs> I love you Are all. You good? you good, bro? I'm good. Okay, I love Figment the most. I love Figment. Uh, so we're we are winding down here, everybody. So I just I, there's a few more things we got to know. Yeah. So, um, any fears? Anything still scare you? Um, you literally have done. You've flown in the past few years. Uh, <laughs> yes. You you conquered roller coasters at the parks. Uh, you you were able to get your daughter to overcome her fear and show how brave you are to her, and she in turn showed her bravery to you. Uh, you did run Disney. You got healthier and did run Disney. Anything there still is there still a Mount Everest for you other than Mount Everest? Um, I don't know if there is a Mount Everest, but here's what I will tell you is I'm going to climb it. When I figure out what it specifically is, I'm going to climb it. Uh, as far as if there's something that still scares me, the Pixar pal around the wheel, <laughs> it scares the living, <laughs> dude, it scares the living crap out of me still. That thing is like, whoa. I mean, oh, now we pick something. This We're going philosophical for this answer. And you're like, yeah, it's just this. The one thing that scares me, it's that. Just one thing that scares me. Um, That and clowns, Greg. <laughs> F clowns, Greg. Forget clowns. With a red nose. Nope. That's yeah, a whole good. lot of nope. <laughs> we are not, we're not clowning around on this one. Um, So... So, um, I, I, let me take a second. We did ask our Patreons. We put it out there to the Patreons. It was really short notice. My apologies, Patreons of Diz Life Podcast, um, for putting this out. I didn't. Wait, 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 real quick. Yeah. If I hear Sarah McLaughlin's song play while we're doing this, I am leaving. I'm so the angel. No, there is no. No, we asked our Patreons to let us know what they loved most about the last two years of Diz Life, or a favorite moment, or just tape us a general message. Uh, Greg has not had a chance to hear this yet, but our many of our Patreons responded. Uh, they did call us and leave us voicemail. So here is some voicemail from the Patreon community. We love you guys. Thank you for your continued support. 
Thank you for continuing to support this life podcast. Uh, the Patreon community is also not going to go anywhere. Um, the show still would love and appreciate all of the help that you can give us as we continue to produce uh, podcasts over on our new network. Take it away, Patreons. Here we go. Happy anniversary, this life. This is Colin and Andrew Thorns. We just wanted to share our favorite parts of this life. My favorite parts are your reimaginings of different parts of the parks and your trip reports. When you play this or that and when you rank things. We really love it all, especially the community you all have created, and we wish you all nothing but the best when you are over at Chip and Company. We're excited for everything to come. Bye. See you real soon. Hey guys, this is Jeremy from Walk About the World podcast, and I'm driving back right now on World Drive from the most animal of all kingdoms, the hairiest place on earth, Disney's Animal Kingdom, where it's about 416 degrees today. And I just had to call in and congratulate Mark and Greg and the whole DizLife crew on two years of podcasting. It's been a heck of a journey. We, we listen to you guys all the time. We've, we've, en, we've enjoyed so many things. We've learned so many things. One of the things I've learned is that you absolutely should stay and neuter your Tiggers, and that Tiggers are people, too, and you absolutely should not punch Tiggers in the unmentionable. That, among so many other things, we've learned enjoyed together. Guys, congratulations. Please keep it up. Can't wait to hear more. See ya. Hey, it's Justin. Hey, congrats on two years. Uh, love you guys. Keep it up. I love listening every week. And uh, here's a little message for you. Thank you so much for being my friends. Hey, Mark. It's Katie B. I just wanted to say happy two-year anniversary. And I can't wait to see what the future holds for you. And you uh, inspire me every day. And you're one of my best friends. And I love you. And I hope everything works out for you. Love you. Bye. Hey, this Sam. It's your girl, Sarah. They're good. Uh, just wanted to wish Mark a happy second anniversary for the show. And um, much to Justin's chagrin, this will not be a minute of turkey gobbling. But uh, I did want to say that uh, my favorite moment in the last year was definitely, without question, the Diz Life trip in February. Now, this is the first trip that my husband and I were able to take without children since, um, well, since before the kids. And it was just the most amazing experience getting to not just do Disney, but be there at Disney with these wonderful people who have become just actual dear friends and family. And um, Mark, we just love you so much. And you're just such an amazing person. And you bring so much positivity into our lives. Greg, meeting you and Holly, you guys are such a treasure to us, and we just, oh, we love you too. And thank you so much, you guys, for everything you do. Um, we cannot wait to see you all again and uh, be together at Disney, and we hope that you have many more years to come. We wish you all the best. Uh, we'll talk to you soon. Bye. Hey, Diz Life Podcast. This is Shauna Van Dyne. I just wanted to wish y'all a happy two-year anniversary, and I just appreciate this podcast so much. It brings a lot of joy and fun and laughter to my life, as long as, as far as the Disney knowledge goes, it's top-notch and a go-to for any new information 
or just uh, uh, facts and hacks and and tips uh, for the parks. Um, Keep doing what you're doing, and we appreciate it all. Thank you so much. Hey, guys, it's Brian from the Nerd Life Network or Smitey's Weirdos, Babu's freaking podcast, all those places. Colin, to wish you a congratulations on the two years. Crazy what this world of podcasting has turned our lives into. It's given me one of my best friends that I could ever ask for. And Mark, too. No, I'm just kidding. Greg, Mark, you guys are both fantastic. Thank you so much. Grateful to have you guys in my life and everything that everything does. And I wish you nothing but the absolute best as you move into the future with this new Chipping Company podcast network. It's going to be a lot of good things for everybody. I hope to be invited, if even to just discuss Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind to the ends of the earth. Thank you, guys. Congratulations. See ya. So I'm going to take the mic before you speak on this one, Mark. Um, I'm going to say I'm proud to work with you. I'm proud to be a dislifer. Uh, I'm proud of being along for the ride with you uh, as your co-host at Dislife Podcast. Uh, and I'm really proud of everything you've accomplished in the past few years doing this. Um, you are definitely on to bigger, uh, I, better. No, it's the same show. We're going to keep doing this on a deal on a weekly basis. We're going to st- keep bringing joy and wonderful entertainment to everybody who's out there. Uh, the The core of the show will never change because you are the core of the show. But I'm just proud to be along for the ride, and I'm really proud that you are my friend. I. Uh, it's been such a great two years with all of these people. And I never, again, I never, th- I never thought that turning on a microphone and talking Disney would um, just completely enrich and change my life so much. You know, I thought this is great because it's going to allow me to kind of live in, in this little Zen garden and not think about the world that's falling apart outside of my, my house. Uh, but I never thought that this would uh, bring all of these people into my life and just make my life that much better. And I'm, I'm so excited that like, this isn't the, it's, it's not the, the end. It's not the beginning of the end. You know, this is, this is just kind of the end of the beginning. And, uh, you know, I always loved that quote. And so I, I just, in this moment, like, I don't, I don't have it written before me. It wasn't scripted. It just popped into my head that I, I knew that like, there's, there's somewhat of a finality to it. And Yas, like, you know, we're not going to broadcast on this RSS feed, but like, this is just the end of the beginning that this has been such a fantastic beginning of this show and my life. And I, 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 I want to thank everybody too. Like, I want to thank the people that have been here and been a part of uh, Diz Life. I want to thank the, the core founding members of Diz Life that were the first people that were here with me. I want to thank Dwayne, who was my co-host, for countless amounts of shows before uh, moving on to other projects. I want to thank the other podcasters that joined us for a while uh, when we were, you know, a a very small fledgling podcast network of our own. Like, thank you to all of those people because again, like all of those experience have enriched my life. They've given me invaluable lessons. They've given me laughter and memories that I continue to this day to cherish 
And uh, I, I'm just, I'm so grateful for two years of this. And again, it's, um, I don't bring this up all the time and I, and I don't want to bring it up, but when you're told at the age of two that you will not have a full life and you're reminded of that constantly, I always tell people that like, I feel like I'm playing with house money at the age of 43 to have had such a full life already to be so blessed with the gifts and that something like this continues to bless me and enrich my life and give me gifts that the medical field and no one ever thought was possible. So I am, uh, I'm humbled when I listen to those voicemails uh, of the people, the very real people in my life that just uh, have become lifelong friends and family and Diz Life family. So I'm, I'm really excited, man. I mean, I'm really excited for the next phase, but realizing that this is just going to continue to get better and better and better and age like a fine wine. So let's, let's end this by talking about the next phase. <laughs> yes. Let's, yes. Uh, let's, <laughs> like happy. Let's, I need happy for a minute, dude. I, <laughs> that was all happy. It's just overwhelming. I, I, let's talk the next phase of Diz Life. Um, <laughs> yes. Let's talk the the joy and entertainment and the funny that will be brought along with all your uh everything that we're going to bring you from the parks all the the food we're going to talk about everything we're going to talk about mark uh i want to know what's going to stay the same is there going to be any changes and yes, yes. what is your excitement level about <laughs> joining us over at the chip and co network pod podcast network. All right. So the biggest change is now you guys will not have to wait until Wednesday for Diz life drops. So Monday will be our new day and time. So you will get to start your Disney life with us every single Monday morning on your commute, on your way to the gym, when you need a dose of Disney the most on Monday and you're feeling like the stress of the work week or whatever is going to be facing you and staring you down, guess what? Greg and I are going to be there with you every single Monday, bringing you a magical dose of pixie dust and Disney every single Monday over at the Chip and Company Podcast Network. This thing is amazing. And, and I, like people know how much I love this show. So for me to consider all of this stuff lets me know, first of all, how, what I think of this guy that's sitting right next to me, but also what I think of, of Mr. Chip Confer, what those guys are doing over there and what Chip has been doing since 2007 is amazing. They are a reputable news source. They are a news source that does not traffic in rumor and innuendo and negative press and clickbait. Chip and company has consistently been about living your best Disney life and talking about the things that people love about Disney and keeping them informed and doing it in a very respectable and reputable manner. And so when I was given the opportunity to join this incredible podcasting team, I jumped at the opportunity because we're going to be on Monday. Then you have Disney parks in review on Tuesday and that's chip and Greg, and they are bringing you all the latest news, breaking news from the parks and then you have Disney news in review so that they're going to do a little bit more outside of parks. They might be talking about intellectual property. We had a few Disney uh, legends who passed away. That kind of stuff will be discussed on a show like that. And then Thursday, you and I team up again for a second hour and we do a show called and company chip gets lost somewhere in the ether. 
He goes on vacation. He takes a little bit of a break and he leaves you and I to discuss the top four performing headlines of the week. So if it's on the hot stove and it's something that people are talking about, we are talking about it and we're offering our editorial take and we are really like diving deep into those four articles and giving you hot takes and talking about our Mount Rushmore's of things. And then on the weekend, there's a show called Disney News and Review Extra, Extra. And if it's slot your Mark McGrath real quick. <laughs> and if it's something that is, again, worth laboring over and talking about the big article or the big topic for the week, we are bringing it to you in droves. And that's a really deep dive of something very big that is going on in the Disney community. And that's every single weekend. So five shows. Think about it this way, guys. And here's what I love. Ready? Here, here's what I love about the idea. Disney five days a week from one source that is positive, that's uplifting. I love talk radio. And I said this before when I talked about my sign-on. I love talk radio. I loved driving in and listening to Mike and Chris in the morning or Boomer and Carton. I love the idea of for Disney fans to be able to drive in to work every single day and have a different Ship & Co. podcast coming to you streaming through your device in your car, bringing you nothing but Disney magic five days a week. And to me, I was in guys, I was just to let you know, when we talked about that concept, I was like, this is amazing. We're signed the dotted line. I'm in. I'm in. Yeah. What people don't realize is how long some of this takes to come to fruition. Um, little pebbles are dropped and you drop enough pebbles, it becomes a dam. Well, we are kind of just, what we're trying to do is bring everything in house we're trying to do one, everything in the same studio. Uh, so everything will have the same feel. Everything will be um, the same. Uh, not the same show. Literally, it is five different shows. Five different shows. Um, mm -hmm. Listen, uh, if you don't like my voice or if you don't like <laughs> me. Um, Too bad. Because <laughs> I am on every single one of them. Um, Greg, so it is I now. I will be looking for an endorsement. Yes, it is now. a lozenge. That I bequeath to you, the hardest working man in, in podcasting, you may take that title. It's been, it's been heaped upon me in the past. I now present it to you, my friend. I accept that. Now, Mark, I'm going to stop talking and I'm going to let you end this however you want to end this. But, and I will not come back on and say anything <laughs> about the Hundred Acre Wood friends. I you want to just get it out of your system right I, now because I, I know you do. do. I do, and I'm going to go positive this week. And I'm going to, listen, remember, folks, fill your honey pots. You never know when a poo bear might stop by. <laughs> I like that one. I like that one. It was a whole bunch of poo, Greg. I like it. I like it. Well, they uh, say I'm full of. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> <laughs> from the bottom of my heart, Thank you so much for the past two years. Thank you for living your best Disney life with us here. We have come to become more than friends. We've become family. Uh, thank you for tuning in every single week for a heaping dose of faith, trust, and pixie dust. Um, you, as I've said, you have enriched my life. You have given us confidence in times when we had none. Uh, you have given us strength in moments where we were, you know, in doubt. Thank you for everything that you've given to my family. If this was me signing off and me saying goodbye, I could not think of a better way to do that. 
But here's the beautiful thing, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, We will be continuing our show over at, again, the Chip and Company Podcast Network. Make sure you subscribe. If you need that link, it will be in the show notes, but it's at podpage.com forward slash chip and co or chip and company. And then that pod page will take you to that RSS feed. All of our new shows are going to be over there every single Monday. Live your best Disney life with us over there on Monday. But for Greg, for myself, for the team that we have of Diz Lifers, thank you so much. And as always, we hope the rest of today is filled with faith, trust, and pixie dust. We'll see you real soon. This Diz Life podcast is brought to you by the Happiness is Addictive Collection. Happiness is Addictive is passionate about spreading laughter and creating smiles worldwide. They love bringing their global community together through optimism, cheer, hopefulness, merriment, and celebrating life's magical moments. They know how important it is to celebrate life's adventures, and their apparel will give you everlasting, one-of-a-kind memories through pixie-dusted family photos, compliments from park guests, and magical moments with cast members. They pride themselves on high-quality, custom-made apparel at competitive prices with world-class service. Let them help you create a lifetime of memories, whether you're Disney-bounding, kicking it poolside, participating in Run Disney Marathons, having costumed adventures, or just living your best Disney life. You can find their Happiness is Addictive shop on Etsy. You can also find them on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, Twitter, and Pinterest. They are proud to be featured in Indie Central Florida, the Thoughtful Gift Club, and now here on Diz Life Podcast. Their collection was founded by a 15-year former cast member who knows how to enhance your magical moments for a lifetime of memories with your family. Don't forget to use promo code DISLIFE15 to take an extra 15% off. What are you waiting for? Head over to Etsy and start getting happy today. Follow the link in our show notes and you'll find out for yourself that happiness is addictive.